We will find a better way. You mean we? Yes, dumbass. We. You, me, and Sam. We're just better together. So now that you're back, let's go Team Free Will. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we are watching and talking about every single episode of TV show Supernatural. We're in season 12, episode mm-hmm. 19. It reminded me that we had plot before. Yeah. I forgot. I for- totally forgot. I was like, wait, we actually really liked the beginning of the season. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's happened? We dipped, but now I kind of feel like we're to rise. The last episode was okay. Like it wasn't anything yeah, special, yeah. but it was like just by not being terrible, it was remarkably better than the previous episode. It was, it was good for Clue Masters. Yes. It was really good for Clue Masters for solving mm-hmm. crimes. Um, this episode is, is I think, good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty solid. Digging um, this. No, no British men of letters. Mm-mm. So, you know, I'm locked in. You got me. No pilots. Another plus. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm God, feeling it. Thank God we finally got away from pilot shit. I thought, I, I was confident that Misha Collins had passed away during season 12, that he was no longer on the on the show. Or like he hurt his shoulder and instead of wearing a sling, he was like, fuck that, I'm off the show for a while. Fuck that, yeah. Uh, fuck that. He's back. To, Jared's horsing around too much and now I'm hurt. Misha, Misha looks like he de-aged himself. Like he went to a Marvel thing and Marvel was yeah, like, we need yeah. you to look 20 years younger for this like scene in the past and then they forgot to turn off the effect because he mm-hmm. looks super mm-hmm. young in this for some reason yeah he's looking good he's, he's looking, looking good nice. but he's you know they let they he finally got vacation time <laughs> he's rested this is what misha looks they, like when he's rested no longer having yeah. to you know d- be a doppelganger for mark pellegrino <laughs> they finally castiel got rid of castiel's not in every episode but they need misha on set at all times, all times. just doing stuff mm-hmm. just <laughs> they be, make him the energy like, <laughs> They make him do like he's like a PA. He's doing all sorts of odd jobs around. If you want to hear us talk more about what Misha is doing in the background of Supernatural, uh-huh. you should listen to the uh-huh. commentary episodes, which are available at patreon.com slash monster of the week. You can go preview the first one at motwpresents.fireside.fm. You can also go look through our Twitter to find that or just add us. Like, I'll, I'll shoot you a copy. It's no big deal. Um, but we have been releasing those new episodes for patrons. We're on episode five. I think we just got finished with the plane one. Was that the last one that we did? The demon mm-hmm. plane? I th- Something like that. Oh, Bloody Mary. Oh, no, we did Bloody Mary. That's right. Yeah, so we're... Don't uh, say it a third time or we shall summon her. Or I don't have any mirrors in here. You think I'm a fucking idiot? You think I want to see gonna, this I've face? Got a, <laughs> I've got a wall-sized mirror in here. I'm like in a dance mm. studio right now, so shut your mouth. <laughs> mm, that's bad. That just means you're looking at yourself constantly, and that's not very good feeling. Um, no, no, no. 
Um, but you go check that out uh, and you can support us and that would be nice. Chris, mm-hmm. can you What's tell up? us what is happening in season 12? Season 12. Uh, last time was Supernatural. The Winchesters hunted down a goat man named Pete and Sam got himself banned from kissingcouples.com. While the boils were away, it was time for Catch to play as the British men of letters performed a weirdly comical secret raid of the bunker, bugging the place and further exacerbating Ketchup's weird obsession with Mary Winchester. Meanwhile, Kelly Klein is still in Dagon's clutches, Lucifer is still appearing in episodes, and Castiel has been written out of the show. Jeremy, he's back. Remind the folks at home now's as good as time as any. What's what's my catchphrase? You know what Local Bones always says at the end of his at the end of his write ups here. What's he always say? Get out of here, girls. Get out of here, girls. See you later, hey, girls. See you later, girls. Catch catch me if you can. Catch All me right, if you can, so. girls. It's, here we are it's a really, episode 19 it's a really long catchphrase it uh-huh. goes on yeah. for a while yeah. you kind of well, have to start yeah. it at the beginning and then like open the door for the middle one and then like close the door then yell it through the closed door like it's a whole mm-hmm. process it's a performance it's part, you know it's not really a catchphrase. it's part it's part of the local bones performance you know that's just what it is get out of here girls it's like the word fuck like you can use it in a lot of different ways too like absolutely know. absolutely get out of here girls Get out of here, girls. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here, girls. Yeah. Uh, get out of here, girls. And or you could say like where they get out of here, girls. Like mm-hmm. that's like our that's, crew. No, that's, um, a, that's a good group. Anyway, name. That's, that's a good dance you, crew right there. The get out of yeah. here, girls. Get out of here, girls. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> we are watching season twelve, episode nineteen, The Future, written by Meredith Glenn and Robert Barons, directed by Amanda Tapping. It aired on April twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Kelly makes a bold choice. Sam comes up Damn. with a way to stop Lucifer's baby. She got bangs, but Castiel has something else in mind. Kelly, you look good, girl. Get out of here, girl. Kelly, bold choice, but I like it. Uh, Castiel has something else in mind for Kelly. Dean is furious when he finds out someone stole the Colt. Kelly makes a bold choice. Dean is furious when he finds out that Castiel had something else in mind for Kelly. (laughs) I don't like that. Get out of here, girls. Kelly makes a bold choice about the baby's future. Uh, It reminds us that the the then, the the previously on, reminds Mm -hmm. us that Castiel was actually used to be on the show. We last Mm -hmm. saw Castiel, I had kind of forgotten about this, uh, talking to his buddy Angel, um, Hosei, to go. I had it. Okay, I had it down as as Kelvin. Did I make that up? Nope. Uh, Hosei must be somebody else because there's Kelvin right above Hosei's entry. So, Excellent. Happy to hear it. Um, he was going to heaven to talk to Joshua. Uh, and meanwhile, Dagon has been protecting Kelly's baby. The boys had a shot on her, failed. Eileen accidentally killed a British Mental Letters dude. I thought that Eileen was going to return and get got by the BMOL in mm-hmm. this episode. I was they positive that. that that's what was that was happening. Can't help but think that that is happening. Like I'm just expecting it in every episode now. Um, I was then, rolling my eyes like, get out of here, girls. Get out of here, girls. To the British men of letters. Yes. Um, the BGOL, if you will. The British mm-hmm. girls of mm-hmm. letters. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not laughing because that's a sexually gender joke. I'm just laughing at how much Ketch would hate that. Like, if there was an official oh, yeah. proclamation that, like, mm-hmm. sorry, everybody. I'm not going to do a British accent, but, like, I'm sorry, everybody. Like, we're going to change the name of the or- organization. Like, oh, yeah. What about now? Well, you're now you're a British girl of letters. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. This is, uh, it would be too much for catch. Are we, have we started the episode yet? Not at all. Nope. Okay. Um, so we open up. All right. Jokes aside, content warning here. This is pretty dark stuff. Um, we open up with Kelly in her hovel that Dagon's keeping her in, in, mm. in a basement somewhere, um, like force feeding her vitamins. And Kelly has kind of given up because she feels like, you know, after the boys talk to her, she knows that this baby's going to be born. It's going to kill her. Dagon isn't pulling punches anymore. Um, she this this baby is, is just going to yeah gonna kill kelly and it doesn't care about her it's been a rough year for her, jeremy it's been it's been a lot 
Um, um, and she's decided that she cannot let this baby be born after everything, you know, they've kind of talked some sense into her, I guess, or, or some sort of sense. Um, and they let this woman act. They really let her go for it because like you think the despair and everything like this woman's digging deep. This actress is going for it, like feeling the pain of having to not only lose her child, but lose her life. Like this is heavy shit. I'm extremely sad that Courtney Ford is playing a female character on the TV show supernatural because I have really been enjoying Courtney Ford's performance. And even like supernatural has gone above and beyond to tell me to make sure that I understand that Courtney Ford will not be an actress mm-hmm. on this show much past the end of the season because she is going to die during childbirth. Like that yeah. they have made sure that that's understand yeah. understood. Um, and yeah, like she's really getting after it, man. Like she is, she's really put on a clinic of a performance throughout this entire episode. Uh, she draws a bathtub. It's weird to me that this hovel has like a sink that hooks up to a water hose, but we're just going to mm-hmm. skip right past that. She fills up this bathtub full of water. There's this uh, kind of monologue that she's giving about uh, because Dagon has been kind of filling her head of like this baby is going to kill everything and everybody. Um, at this baby, this you know this baby, I'm going to raise this baby. So she's feeling really bad about it. So she's like, look, I can't let you do this. I'm never going to be able to know you because I'm going to die when you were born. This is the only way. I'm sorry. And she, we don't like see her do it, but we see her put like a knife, and mm-hmm. she's she's walking down the street, not across the sidewalk. If you understand my right, meaning, right. Um, and. She she starts kind of fading out as you can see blood filling the bathtub and I don't know why Supernatural has such a hard on for women in bloody bathtubs like we saw this yeah. with Charlie's character when I saw this I was like well like something's gonna happen like I know because I saw a preview in the thumbnail on the page that I started this episode from and it had mm-hmm. Sam going like look Dean she's pregnant with his hands yeah. and I thought that was really funny and but, everyone's like yes, yes, yes Sam. Sam that's the fucking problem Sam <laughs> get out of here <laughs> welcome to the show Sam um, wait you guys knew about this <laughs> so I knew this wasn't for real for real I don't why you're mad Sam <laughs> <laughs> but it's still just kind of like like this weird because it's framed like the 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 shot mm-hmm. is framed and it's slowly moving away from the point of interest and it, she's just kind of artfully laid in this bathtub full of blood and I mean I get it like I I you know it's stylish and horror and and creepy and mm-hmm. all of this other stuff but uh, like man like I don't know like y'all y'all did Charlie dirty and to see that kind of yeah. quoted here really irritated me a little bit I don't know why they kill Charlie in a bathtub that doesn't seem to I mean because I understand. I don't, should I even be saying this? That like, it's more effective it, it, to, maybe you can cut this out. It's more, it, you, you die faster, easier if you cut your wrist in a bathtub. Yes. Because you're, mm-hmm. it opens up. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, so they, they, they pull back, they pull back from the, from the bathtub here and they let it hang there for a second and we don't have to actually explicitly see anything, which is good. Um, but then they hit you with that splash screen and it was super loud on my TV. And I kind of wish that they like didn't do it this time, even though they always do it. If they just like kind of let it be silent because the, the, the gravity of what she's dealing with is there. Like you get it. You, it is communicated through this scene. Um, and I, I felt really bad for this woman who just got tangled up in all this shit. And she has all these forces pulling at her and she feels completely helpless. And she wants to give birth to this baby but she she knows she can't you know it's not the right thing to do or at least that's what she thinks and um just letting it kind of hang in silence there for just a second i was like oh damn like that's when it really really all came together for me and then they hit me with that splash screen it was like a jump scare i was like fuck you supernatural <laughs> tone it down <laughs> uh and from there we, we go over to sam winchester who is pulling an all-nighter 
he's doing a montage with a tiny teacup and i don't know what it is with that teacup but it's real small in his hand so there's so many moments in this montage that i wish i had a full edit of like there's got to be you know close to 20 or 30 you know minutes of footage that they just film sam winchester going and looking studious in like this fake library and i just Mm -hmm. i just give me my grubby little hands and all of that behind the scenes (laughs) footage like i will use that in the fucking like next video that we make for the podcast i want to see that so badly um maybe uh, maybe i'm giving jared too much comedic credit but like little random shit like that i'm this i'm just like did he just decide that sam was going to hold this tiny cup in all these scenes because it's like very obvious in a lot of the scenes that he has the tiny cup in his hand or he's putting it on the table where he's like writing runes and numbers and shit i'm like what with the tiny cup it's all i can focus on <laughs> but he's been researching how to find the nephilim um there mm. he's he's doing this crazy thing that never really gets a a lot of attention like but he's just writing all over this table and weird code and i love this stuff chris like tell me what the code is sam like i want to know about yeah. all of this stuff I'm i'm looking for it um but he's figured out that kelly will probably give birth in may which is less than a month from now and um as they are kind of because nephilims like they 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 don't take long in the oven if you know what i'm saying right Um, right as they're having that conversation in walks are really funny if he was just figuring out like the nine month like pregnancy cycle he's like so dean get this human babies nine months in the oven do you believe that he's like yeah what (laughs) sam's just learning about everything for the first time yeah have you ever heard this about this thing called like they're water breaking man this is wild this is crazy stuff he's closing his kissing couples tab which still says uh block but um okay what am i talking about here no no joke no joke i was listening to i was watching um pat our friend patty patty stardust from the twin Mm -hmm. humanities podcast he does the patty doesn't one bro where he plays video games at the lowest level you could be um and he recorded some episodes after the birth of his first child and his wife is usually accompanies him with and answers questions and they make a big thing out of it. Go to look for it. Twin humanities on YouTube. Patty doesn't want bro. Um, they started talking. Someone asked them about the childbirth process and I'm just sitting there and like the way I use YouTube is just like, I have something on YouTube and I'm like, gonna, I'm going to eat, eat my lunch or I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm usually like YouTube stuff. It doesn't, isn't real sticky for me. So I'm just like, I think I really was just eating lunch and somebody was like, how about the childbirth stuff? And she went into an incredible uncomfortable amount of detail <laughs> and good on her like like she was she was saying this in a way of like everybody t- told me that i needed to know x but like they didn't tell me about any of this other stuff mm-hmm. um uh so like it's yeah um it yeah I don't know why I'm talking about pregnancy. Save me, Chris. Let's get me out of here. I don't know, bro. I don't even know where we are anymore. Sam just found out that that this is how babies are born. Um okay. So, while he's figuring this stuff out, um suddenly Castiel comes back. Mm-hmm. Um and Sam's ecstatic to see him because they've been worried about him stressing out, but Dean cannot believe that his boyfriend dares show his face here. Dean again. is so is so mad in this episode. He's so mad. It. How dare you just disappear and then show up out of nowhere again, you son of a bitch. Because it's a real big difference between, oh, I haven't talked to my buddy in a while versus I haven't talked to my boyfriend in a while. Like those are that's like when it's your significant other, there's that extra level of like care and concern that like can sometimes mm-hmm. turn to negativity because it's supposed to be, you know, that one on one vibe. But when, when it's with your friends, you know, you're just you're one of many. They're one of many. It's just, uh, you know, everybody's chilling. So it's very telling. Dean's Dean is very telling in this episode. Dean's very mad. Um, he's you know where have you been? What do you? Where, and he's like, well, where I was, my reception was poor. And Dean just like flabbergasted, is like, 
you're going to hit me with the fucking no bars? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're telling mm-hmm. me? That you were somewhere you really, with no, no bars? Are you are really you, no barred me right now, really bro? No bar- get out of here, girls. I cannot believe yeah, get this. Get out of here, girls. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe this. Uh, oh, man. He's pissed. Um, and, you know, I, and he's like, you know, you got my voicemails, though. So, like, obviously, I guess you were just too busy to respond with all of this nothing that you're doing. And then, mm-hmm. and then basically ends it with, uh, you know, whatever, welcome home and walks out. And the next scene, what like the way that this shot is framed, I thought this was going to be catch listening in on the boyfriend drama and then like going to Mary and be like, I think you need to know something about your son. And he's like, Oh no, no, yeah. no. I know. <laughs> I, I know. know. Believe I, me. Yeah, they, Believe I was introduced me. to him day one. Yeah, um. yeah. The first time I ever saw them, they they gave each other the hug. You know what I'm saying? Capital yeah. H. Like mm-hmm. the way that you've never been hugged in your life, catch up, like a different kind of hug. Catch is like, Whoa, how am I getting involved here? <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, Cass tries to return his uh is dean's what top 13 zep song tracks or something tracks two x's uh he tries to return a mixtape that dean made for him um and dean is like bro that was a gift you're supposed to keep those and now dean sort of changes his demeanor a little bit here they have this kind of intimate moment of i don't know if this was uh castiel trying to like uh, extend a hand out like you know create a bridge between them because Dean was just so pissed off at him um, but th- that's what it does it kind of lets them talk for a second um, and it's like Dean stop being so goddamn mad at Castiel about this it's not his fault that they didn't have a budget for him for the last five episodes okay <laughs> that is not his fault that's literally the only reason that I could think that Castiel would just go totally radio silent on them for so long um, is that they he wasn't in he wasn't in the script <laughs> I, there's there's a lot to unpack with this scene. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty well known at this point. Like the mixtape is is kind of a big STL thing. Um, I think it can be very much interpreted as a romantic um, gesture to give somebody a mixtape. Uh, mm-hmm. I was talking about this in the Discord today. I can't remember a single time in my life that I either gave or received a mixtape that wasn't in some way romantic, whether I was admitting it or not, or was one of my friends being like. Hey yo, you need to check this out because I'm going to give it to Amanda later. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. needs to be. So, I, I I definitely can see all of that. Um, I think it's very meaningful that at the very beginning of the season, like Castiel has not been able to. She he can't just flit around because he lost his angels, his excuse me, his wings. So he stole that truck from Hat Winchester. And presumably that truck is old enough to still have a tape deck in it. And Dean, not wanting Cass to suffer through what is, you know, terrestrial radio in the United States as he drives around in Hat Winchester's truck, like was yeah. like, here, I've got, here's a, here's a tape, like listen to some Zeppelin. Um, and I think that's very, very charming, cute, very in character for Dean. This is delivered in such a casual way as to just be a fucking masterstroke on all accounts, in my opinion. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's a really touching, interesting, intimate moment. Even if you don't subscribe to Destiel, like it's, I think it's something that you can look at and be like, wow, these two people are actual family. Like this is, this is a found yeah. family yes. situation. Yeah. Um, I think it's extremely romantic. Like I was at the end of this conversation where they start talking about, um, you know, Dean's like, you know, we're going to figure this out, you and me and Sam, and then it's going to be go team free will. And I like, I was like, kiss 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> like they were just like yeah. they were staring at each other so intently it was just hard not to not to like just get behind them um he says um he's like we're, we're all better together and i think that's really is the core of everything here it's like let's stop being fragmented let's stop going off on our own missions thinking that we have to to carry these burdens all on our own we as a group are better together castiel you and i are better together you know it's just this is how they, they should be operating and 
I think those words do reach Castiel despite some of his actions throughout this. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a heavy scene. It's good. Um, at the end of this, uh, at the end of this, Castiel is like, you know, if we're going to go find Kelly, what are we going to do when you find her? Like, can either one of you kill an innocent? And, and Dean is like, absolutely. Like we kill every demon possessed innocent that we've ever gotten our hands on. Either we've drained their blood or we've shot them in the face or we hit them with a fucking angel knife or a, this other Ruby's knife. We stabbed a million innocents. This baby's not going to be any problem. And Castiel is like, Oh, okay word. And then none of the rest of the conflict happens in this episode and everybody mm-hmm. wins. Um, mm-hmm. But instead Dean's like, we're going to have to figure that out later. And you can tell Castiel is like, mm, no. Yeah. Um, all right. So what? Two days later we get, um, it's not two days later. I just wrote in my notes that it was two days later because I was like, "It's been it's been a while." You finally found Kelly in the basement, huh? It, it, it feels like it's been two days since we started talking about this episode. Yeah, too many goofs. All right, so Dagon finds Kelly down in the itch, or she first of all she finds the bathtub full of blood, but no Kelly. Um, it's a lot of blood, and then she finds Kelly huddled in the corner, and turns out she's completely healed. That and and Kelly says he wouldn't let me die. Um, and now her tone has totally changed on the whole baby thing um well she's kind of back to how she was before but where i'm gonna have this baby no matter what to oh no this baby is evil i want to have it but i shouldn't and now she is like this is a miracle baby this thing just brought me back from death this is this is something else she seems Um, the difference is she seems rapturous right like before mm -hmm, she was mm -hmm. like this is my baby my body my choice my baby my choice uh now she feels like she seems to be consumed with this like light as if something miraculous happened and we're going to find out that that's exactly what she thinks in a little while um so it's like I've, and i find this like the way that she sells this in 10 seconds is really really great <laughs> like wow jesus mm-hmm. christ um we go back to the bunker uh dean tells sam like hey you need to go to bed like just like kenzie needs to probably go to bed as she's listening to this right now yeah yeah um but sam is he's stuck on tracking the nephilim i feel like this was shot out of order because we get that montage at the first where he's like, we're going to track the Nephilim, not Dagon. And then now he's like, hey, Dean, what if we track the Nephilim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't well, know. He was, what, just, he was just charting her pregnancy before. Okay. He was tracking that. All those symbols and shit, that was just him trying to figure out the, the, the trimester situation. <laughs> he wasn't really sure. Different, different versions of trimesters. Um, yeah, um, but so, he, he has this idea to, a, a way to kind of get around the... Uh, like a way to get around their problem. Yeah, so, they can't find Kelly. They can't find uh, Dagon, but they can find the Nephilim. Hey, Dean, remember that time that that angel Gadriel possessed me, and we used a you know a tracking spell to try and find him. Like I think he, he it's even like hey that did that part didn't even work. Yeah. But then it like clicks in Sam's head. Oh shit! Part of that ritual involved removing grace so that we could use it to track whatever. Um. Maybe they can just remove the grace from the kid, and then the kid doesn't have to die, and then mom doesn't have to die. He stops being a Nephilim, and he's just a human now, and they can just live. And this is such a huge light bulb moment for the two of them that they both almost look emotional. Yes. Like, they look like, holy fucking shit, we don't have to kill anybody. We don't have to kill this mom and her innocent child. Like, we, we can save them. We can save the people without having to hunt the thing. It's amazing. You can tell that Dean was was maybe psyching himself up to kill a baby, but like he really didn't want to do it. He's like, you know, I've done a lot of he's bad a, things in my life. Yeah, he's had a lot of confidence since getting that cult back. 
And it's definitely gone to his head a little bit, but he's like, oh, I'm not so sure about like, this. No, not he's, he's, he's picturing himself doing it, but then he's thinking of it. It's just, it's too much. And now he's like, boom, I don't have to do it. I don't even have to think about it anymore. I took a 10 hour pilot course, but you know, even I wouldn't yeah. stoop so low. Um, no. He is so excited that he runs to uh, bunker room number 15, I've, I noticed for some reason, mm, where mm. apparently Castiel stays uh, and finds Castiel's room completely empty. Oof. Whoops. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Diagon um, is very surprised that Kelly, A, you know, tried this at all. and didn't realize like that she, that she would be basically resurrected, but also that she doesn't want to be Mary of Nazareth, part two, evil Jesus edition. Mm-hmm, and Kelly mm-hmm. is like, you don't understand. He's not going to be evil. And Diagon's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're going to die in childbirth. I'm going to be the mom and we're going to show him how to kill. Like, it's weird to me that this prince of hell is so enraptured with killing everything but has stayed mm-hmm. under the radar for so long like we learned when we met the other prince of hell like that he was just like you guys just need to leave me alone uh you know get fucked but like diagon seems like actively trying to end the world which makes me confused why she hasn't been around trying to end the world for uh, 12 yeah, years i don't know maybe because uh lucifer's got her on the hook and she well like she says later like even being involved with lucifer in any way shape or form like has its benefits i'm like mm, it seems like it's the opposite of that but um so we cut back over to to castiel he's still rolling in hat winchester's truck and he gives the cult to his buddy kelvin i think i wrote fuck this three times in my notes apparently i was very upset that they wrote this for castiel because they're angels and i don't think they need a gun they've got other things i know that the cult is like more powerful than angel powers in some instances um but i didn't like it and i thought it was um probably the weakest part of this whole episode and I, I think it was out of character for castiel even though he he makes up for it a little bit because he's like i just wanted to comp- i wanted to keep the winchesters out of this i i don't want them to have to have this on their conscience i don't want them to have to kill a baby like this is too much for them they they shouldn't have to deal with this so i'm gonna take the cold and i'm gonna do it myself and obviously they would never just let him do that but after that nice talk him and dean had about we're better together i thought he i thought he would have listened um I, I this does feel like a like a betrayal that at, at the wrong time mm-hmm. um it also kind of confuses me as to why i guess the angels no there were no angels around when sam or sam and dean brought the cult to meet Dagon the first time but uh how the angels knew that they had the cult to, to begin with when the cult has been kind of mia for quite some time uh it, it it felt extremely out of character like i could see castiel being a part of this plan um i kind of like the later plan, which is to make them both go through the gate of heaven, which will kill like anything that goes through it, essentially, um, makes a lot more sense to me. Like that seems a little bit more angelic I, to me. Also, I'm I'm co- I'm confident that Sam and Ordina has gone through that gate before 100%. and not died. Sam and and Castiel both have done that. They did it together and went and raided Bobby's heaven, and Bobby right. and Bobby released all of the Bobbies from heaven for a while, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where he's probably still being punished for. We don't know. We don't know what's happening. We, we simply do not know. <laughs> we simply don't know. Um, uh, but they, but he hands them the cult, and he's like, you know what we're going to do with this? And Castiel's like, yep, one for Dagon, one for Kelly. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's going to shoot this baby. Um, and then a, a different, like a third Poindexter angel walks up and it's mm-hmm. like, it's time to go. Okay. Uh, whatever. Yeah. And they start sneaking up to this house. Dagon's watching game shows. Castiel tries to get the drop, but she, she teleports behind him cause she's sneaky like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fires, she disappears. She appears behind him and whispers, get out of here girls. And then like punches him <laughs> real hard. And, the, and, the, and, yeah. the, and there's some, there's some mixing it up. And then kelvin grabs castiel and is like hey go, don't use your last bullet on her go kill the baby and so mm-hmm. castiel takes off downstairs 
Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, he, 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 it ends with him rolling up down there, pointing the gun at Kelly and then like lowering the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, now we cut back over to Dean who let's just, let's just clear things up here. Dean reveals that Castiel came into his room at some point, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. tricked him mm-hmm. and, and somehow he tricked him. He distracted him and then got the cult from where Jeremy from underneath Dean's pillow. Mm-hmm. So, um, just, just friends laying down on the same pillow, Chris. Just friends being friends. Just bro stuff. Um, but they have just, like, well, you know, let's just leave it at that. The Dean has painted a picture for us, and it's up to us to uh, interpret the colors that we see. Um, but yeah, Castiel got the cold, and Dean's kind of mad. But he's also like, you seductive son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, you. <laughs> we were, I told you about my favorite X-Men. You told me, <laughs> you asked me a lot of questions about Cyclops. I didn't know the answer to, but and then you stole from me. I can't believe yeah. this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, um, over at, in Hat Winchester's truck, um, hopefully mm-hmm. everybody knows who I'm talking about with Hat Winchester. If not, go watch mm-hmm. any trailer for season 12. He's the first five seconds of every single one for some reason. It's bizarre. <laughs> um, uh, Kelly confronts Castiel like, you know, you could have killed me you didn't thank you and he's like don't thank me this was a mission and i failed uh and there's some conversation back here but she could tell like she's like you know so what now and he's like i really have no idea i'm just trying to get you away from Dagon. we cut back over to Dagon. i hate this like i can talk to you from a zillion miles away bullshit um while he's like in in the hell and and i know that like the bad vessel or whatever yeah yeah, there was a demon who was like making him better or something like that and a couple episodes ago but just um the only thing that like is at, at all interesting about this is when uh, Lucifer screams, just because it was something that we haven't seen before. He screams, and they do like a weird like effect that Dagon like viscerally right re- reacts to because he's so unbelievably angry that she lost his child. Um, is this another situation where, like, do you think Lucifer knows this hurts her and he's doing it on purpose, or is this Lucifer just screaming and like his power is just hurting her? Like, is this like this, I have no idea. This is like the uh, the cross. The thing. cross. Yeah, thing. yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it accidental <laughs> cool or is it intentionally uh-huh. lame? Um, knowing knowing him and knowing the way that the show likes to portray him, it's lame. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, Lucifer Cass and Kelly. Yeah. Right, they go to a motel. Uh, oh, Dagon was torturing an angel, but whatever. We've seen that so many times at this point. Yeah. Uh, they're staying at a motel. Cass is Googling how to fix a truck. Um, and then Kelly uh, confesses to Castiel, hey, I, I killed myself and I fully died. But the baby saved me, brought me back. Um, and when that happened, she... Or, or no, yeah, when that happened, the angels felt the pulse of his power in heaven yes. when he like performed this, this act. Um, so this is that's kind of what radicalized her i guess or enwrapped enwrapped her um whatever Cass says yeah okay that's great he's super powerful but that does not mean that when he's born he's going to be good like yes he's an archangel um but he's also the son of lucifer and there's a lot of bad people out here um and then castiel goes on to explain that there's really no special mission or purpose to why this baby was created it's just lucifer i think as he puts it breaking toys lucifer decided to breaking toys yeah Yeah. he just decided to possess the president and decided to hook up with her and um just this all just unfolded it was never really anything of of intention it's just his chaos and um castiel asks her you know who's going to care for this baby when you're gone who is going to protect him and keep him on the righteous path and then she puts castiel's hand on her belly and he feels the baby kick 
Um, and while this is happening, Kelly's eyes shine like a like a gold color for a mm-hmm. second, and we see uh, a flash of of a scene of, of a past episode of Castiel protecting nope. her. No, but future. It's a oh oh. It's it's oh. The, it's the thing that happens in a few minutes. Yeah, like they're, oh, they're in, I thought this was just like oh a past episode where yeah. somebody tried to kill her and um okay interesting. This so is, this is this the, is the baby. Telling it does her, make like, sense. Stick, stick based, with Castiel. He he will protect you. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, uh, I, I I was into it thinking like the baby was like oh I remember you from helping her out previously like when they killed Lucifer or something like that. Um, but okay, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Episode's called the future. Um, either way. There, we see this vision, and um, now we know the baby is cool with cats. Uh, she says, like, I know my baby would be good for this world kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then the door knocks. Um, we're going to... I want to go back a minute, because you mentioned that, like, he Googled the truck broke down. So there's a moment during this whole process, There's like, and this is several scenes together, where Castile has to stop the truck. He goes outside, and he's, like, looking at his phone. He comes back in, and he's like, okay... Here's what Joshua said. Joshua the angel. We're just gonna like take you through the gate and all that stuff. Um, but then he's like, they're in the parking lot of a hotel, and then like we go back, and then they're in the hotel room where he is like secretly trying to Google how to fix a truck, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite Castiel moments mm-hmm. of all time of him being kind of embarrassed to not know how to fix this truck in front of Lucifer's baby mama. <laughs> That he is yeah, kidnapped yeah. from a prince yeah. of hell, knowing that he is on the like the Winchesters are on the hunt for him. That's a crazy fucking sentence that I just said, and I sometimes Cass. just really adore this man. Man, he is so fucking hilarious. Cast baby, it is fine. It's you don't you so ain't gotta worry, good. man. It's so good. Uh, um, yeah. I, I, I like Winchesters all the, show up, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to say, I like I like all of this exchange. Um, I think this is a really interesting conversation about what is evil and what is good and what intentions are and things like that. Um, her being kind of, there's a question of faith here, which I think we've all known for a while that Castiel has lost uh, quite a bit of faith mm-hmm. and not necessarily maybe even the world, which he is specifically says that he has, but also himself. Um, and he's, which he said to Dean earlier when, right before they had pillow talk about X-Men and they stole the cult. Um, <laughs> he says that he didn't have a lot of wins that he's been, he's going to be going through a rough patch and, I find it kind of fascinating that we're getting this angle on these two characters in the same room. I I don't know. Like, and, and I think it's just the quality of acting. Like you get two really good actors in here and like, they're really going to play off of each other and they do. And it's just really fucking good. Like I was really kind of taken by this entire situation. It's good stuff. They, they managed to, to really pull some, some good stuff out of this episode. They, they let Castiel do his thing after not letting him be on the show for five years. They, they, um, or five, whatever it felt like five years. Um, <laughs> they, they locked him off of the CW lot. He was not allowed in. Nobody was telling him anything. And then they let him come back and act. Hey, uh, Hey Jared, does your, does your, uh, CW pass say, get out of your girls on it now? Like mine does. And I don't really know what that means. I don't, is that a new, does that mean I go to lunch in a different spot again? Like that time that you guys sent me to the Taco Bell every day? Is that what this badge uh, means? Yeah, sh- yeah, sure it does, Misha. All right, I gotta go. Sorry. Hey, uh, hey, Jared, can you come back? Jer- Jared! I don't know why Misha um, is talking like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, Misha. Uh, it made him talk like a pilot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, God. All right. So, the boys show up. Yes. Um, Dean gets lots, real cl- up close and personal. Lots going on here, Chris. I like this. This he is a does lot going the, he on. He does the move in. Ooh. It's, well... In anime, what you do, like the romantic thing, is that you put your arm 
on a wall behind the person, mm-hmm. kind of like what Dean's doing. Or if you um, want to go strong, what of your what of your feet? Like you just lift a foot up, one foot on the wall, yeah, one foot on the floor. Yeah, I've seen that exactly. So it's this is that, but Dean obviously has to use his arm to push Castillo back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's same energy, same energy. He's like, them. "WTF are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Um, they force him to explain himself. He says that he just wanted to keep them out of this. Um, <laughs> they say, "What are you doing here?" And he says, "My truck broke down." So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally right here, Castiel. <laughs> um, oh. This is very awkward because obviously, like they they see Kelly here, they're going back and forth about like, trying to figure out how to explain stuff. And they see Kelly here and Sam and Dean are looking at each other like, one bit. <laughs> What's going on one here? Bit. What's going on here? <laughs> Castiel. Dean points at the baby bump and is like, Castiel, is this Castiel? Are you responsible for this? <laughs> one bit. <laughs> There's just one bed in here, Castiel. What are you doing? D- Sam pulls Dean aside. He doesn't sleep. He's he, angel. He doesn't he's sleep. He's an angel. And yeah. he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he's like a kid doll down there. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> um, um, but they, Castiel eventually gets around to explaining like, hey, I'm doing this because I wanted to keep you guys safe. Uh, Dean bristles to that, as you might imagine. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, you guys aren't, aren't part of this plan. Of course, what plan? Uh, and Kelly spites up is like, oh, he's taking me through the gate to heaven. And Dean <laughs> says, oh, you're taking her to the sandbox. And I'm like, yep. That's that's what we call it on Angel that's Radio. What we call it. we always been calling it that. When we tune into Angel Radio and Baby, that's what we call it. It's the sandbox. Oh, um, stop it. Yeah, you like that, huh? I don't. I hate it. I don't. I, enough with naming cars. Don't name a car, y'all. <laughs> they don't have feelings. There's a, um, there's a reason right. you, name, you get two names to horses, a bar name and a track name, and it's because cars mm. don't get names. That's why, that's that's why, right. that's why you name horses <laughs> two, two for names. horses, none for cars. None for that car. was the deal we all made. Everybody agreed. I don't, I, if you don't remember that, maybe you should get out of here, girls. Get out of here, girls. Of that's here, a girl. great name for a race that's, horse. That's actually a really... I need to text Autumn because she's always looking for horse <laughs> names. I'm going I'm to text her. Actually, I'm going to wait till she listens to this episode, which might be this weekend. Okay. So we'll just wait. <laughs> okay, um, Autumn. Good, good idea. Yeah. Um, all it's right. a good G name, honey. Good G name. <laughs> so uh, Sam, of course, pipes up like, hey, we're going to do this crazy thing. Castiel is like, no, it'll kill them both. Uh, and it might kill all of us. Kelly's like, hey, look, no, I I want to go with Castiel. She's seen this vision. She knows something's going to happen. Um, as they're doing this, they're all walking outside as if to go, go somewhere, which is very weird. Sam gets a little I nervous. Gotta, I gotta say, this all makes more sense now that she had a vision of the future and not okay. one of the past. <laughs> makes, I mean, I didn't have a problem with anything really, but it definitely makes more sense now that you've put you've explained that. Um, and then one time, Dean was putting his, Sam's toothbrush under his arm. <laughs> uh Kelly is 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 saying though no, I want to go with Castiel, we're gonna do this. Um Dean eventually convinces everybody to go at least get in the car in the Apollo and talk so that they can hash it out. As Castiel and Kelly walk over to the Impala, Castiel realizes the doors are locked, asks for the keys, and I'm like, oh Castiel's just about to steal the Impala. Like he stole the Colt. What might as well steal the Impala? Sam and Dean are kind of arguing of like what they're about to do when Kelly makes the decision to grab the keys, take in the car. And then Chris, does she, mm-hmm. can she drive the Apollo or what? And like, I, she, she, is, she ain't playing. You ever seen Sam Winchester drive the car like that? I don't no. think so. Sam takes corners going about eight, 7.2 miles yeah. per hour in case yeah. the wind leaves a scratch in the paint job. He is terrified you know, she, of that car. Yeah, She got God in the cockpit on this one. She's, she is riding that gas. She is not worried at all. She put in uh, Dean's uh, top 13 Zep tracks and she is blasting it. Dean's like, hey, that's that not shit. for you. It's not for you. I didn't make that for you. Question to you. I meant to bring this up earlier. Did Dean make the 
big state for Castiel, or did he have it laid around? I I think he made it for him. Really? I think he made it for him. Yeah. Because why else would he's got all the he's got? I mean, hmm. See, here here's mm. my logic. Because I went did the other John way. Did John make it for Dean? Did John make it for Dean? Well, it says Dean's mixtape, so I'm going to say Dean. Yeah, made he it. made it. He said Dean's. These are Dean's top. But, but then it's tracks. kind of misspelled. Like, there's no way John Winchester would do tracks with two X's. Like, that's not going right. to happen. Um, You're right. Niz You're right. asked me about this in the in the Discord, and I the way that I logic it out is Dean has had these tapes forever. He's got that like briefcase thing that he puts his tapes mm-hmm. in. Um, when Castiel gets Hat Winchester's truck, you know, complains about the tunage. Dean's like, oh, I can give you one of these. But yeah. I don't. I don't see a situation where Dean was like breaking out a boombox and like dubbing you know yeah immigrant yeah, song yeah. to a fucking tape deck right like there's just no way like sam is over there just crying he's like i could get you an ace an, an adapter get yes, you an please please anything dean have you ever heard of an ipod uh, please it dean. feels it feels a bit more natural for me and i think it actually kind of feels a little bit more special if it was like something dean made when he was 13 that he's probably listened mm-hmm. to all the time and he was mm-hmm. like hey take this and like learn something about me right like this is yeah. something that i made for me that now you are going to get to experience i feel that I feel that. Anyway, we can continue talking about the actual episode. Um, so she takes off in the Apollo. Dean, <laughs> number one, when the boys like kind of half-heartedly chase after her, like Dean, mm-hmm. Sam, Sam turns around. Did you notice Sam's reaction with the, both hands, like t- with his hands, <laughs> his palms upturned to the sky, and his hands run out, like looking Just around. Like, oh! like, hey, 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 what? Hey, what, what do we say? Get out of here, girls. That's not what we meant. That's not what I meant. Hey! Hey, come on! Come on! Dean's like, what are you, hey, what are you doing? Not this again, hey! Sam. Sam, you can't be doing this every time the Impala gets stolen. We're this is wrong. Um, Kelly! <laughs> you forgot us! <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be in the car with you. Why, uh, why did I go? Uh, did I go Dean's like, Sammy, Sammy, she did it on purpose. She did it on purpose. What? Why? <laughs> Dean, did you see that she was pregnant? Sam, <laughs> Sam I swear to fucking God. <laughs> what the fuck, the fuck is, is wrong, wrong with you, you? Sam? Uh, um, oh, boy. All Kelly, right, Kelly so. talks to Castiel, and Kelly says, yes. Hey, uh, my, little, my, little, my little bean inside me spoke to me. My little, my little munchkin. My little munchkin inside me, what lives in my belly, uh, spoke to me when you touched my belly and said, uh, that dude needs to wash <laughs> his hands. like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is strange that that happened. Um, and said that, she, that the baby and her will be safe with Castiel. Uh, and it says, you asked who would protect the baby. And I think that that is you. And Castiel's like, nah, homie. Like, I don't, Mm-mm. don't, don't put your child on me. Like, I've got a lot yeah. going on in my life and none of it is good. I, and I don't want anything to do with Lucifer's baby. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. Like, I don't, what, do I have to go after him in fucking small claims short, short yeah, court? I ain't doing this shit. I ain't doing it. Um, I don't even care if he pays child support. It just, oh God, I have to see I him every, every two yeah, years. It's just too much. It's too much. Um, but um, she, he says right. like, no. And, and, and he, she says, look, you know, before all of this, I was a shitty Politico person. I, you know, I, I, I didn't really have anything that I was doing in my life, but now I believe. And he says, I wish that you mm-hmm. had, I wish I had your faith. And she says, you will. So yeah. interesting. Shit. Because, because again, Chris, Chris, Clue Master Chris, she Clue has Master seen Chris. the future. <laughs> she has seen the future. She didn't just see the past, Jeremy. Mm-mm. I don't know if you know that. She saw the future. Yeah, yeah, I, picked I was up on so it. mad. Mm-hmm. I was so mad taking, taking notes on this one. I was like, there's no, there's no clues. There's enough for me to solve on this one. <laughs> What's the boys? Did you leave out the? Did you leave out the mystery, boys? What are we doing? I got yeah. I got my magnifying glass out and everything. I was like, "Where's the case? What am I doing?" Um, yeah, Castiel has been really kind of hung up on his failures mm. recently, and um, 
I'm I'm actually weirdly okay with him coming back like that after being gone for so long because even though we had no idea what he was doing for him to come back empty-handed, they had I mean there has to be some explanation for them them not having him in the budget for five episodes. Um and I think part of part of that coming back and saying I did all of this, I basically disappeared. I still have nothing compounded on top of all of these other perceived failures over the years. It's just a kind of a broken Castiel feeling like he just can't seem to get it right because somehow after all these years, he's still torn between two different worlds. Sure. Um, but yeah. All right. So we get the boys back. They're fixing uh, Hat Winchester's truck. Dean's um, Ritson. We haven't seen Dean Ritz on something in a while, man. I was, yeah, I was happy to it's see good. this. Some, some good old fashioned Dean Wrench mm-hmm. uh, action. And um, but Dean says, you know, Castiel, he's got to be really desperate for a win um and and that's why he's making all of these mistakes that's why he's doing all the things that he's doing it's just because he's he just wants to get something right for once castiel and kelly arrive at the sandbox driving so driving is, baby uh, <laughs> have these jeremy <laughs> listening to <laughs> i'll stop Radio i'll hang up i'll hang up <laughs> questioning the grenade launcher in the truck <laughs> uh, i'm fine with the grenade launcher okay. that doesn't bother me um so there's a nokia in the sandbox yes has there always been a nokia in the I'm, sandbox I'm almost positive there hasn't i'm sure somebody can provide a <laughs> screenshot I am almost positive we would have commented on the on the weird pattern say, on the. Is, is this a sandbox that a, just nobody touches in the park? Like, is this quarantine? Is it just is this is this why they always needed a playground because they needed a sandbox? Yeah, I don't know. Very strange. Um, there will always be a playground. There will always be a sandbox. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Kelly says, uh, "Don't be nervous. As long as you're here, mm-hmm. I know I'll be okay." The gate opens. Some cool CGI. Joshua appears. Not the cool black guy from season Mm -hmm. four or five, but uh, some generic ass white dude. Some twerp. Some Some twerp who does not look like Joshua. No offense to this actor, but you don't look like Joshua. You're a twerp. Some fucking twerp. Uh, I need an aged gentleman. I need. I need. I need somebody with a little gravitas, and you Mm -hmm. are missing your Balzac. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the guy look, kind of looks like a pilot to me, man. Like he looks like he looks a, like a he looks like a youth pilot, and we don't like he, it. It looks um, like he's like got uh, he's like he's, get, he's get, one of those guys that's like I got two hundred hours under my belt. You yeah, know. get this Nathan Drake looking motherfucker out of here. Nathan Drake, ballless motherfucker, out of my vision. <laughs> Um, um, he shows up and is like, "Hey!" And all of a sudden, Diagon appears directly behind ooh, him and explodes him. Lock and load, and Very she's cool. like, "Oh my god." I made it just at the last second. LOL, JK, I've been here for a really long time because I'm not an idiot. Has Daikon always done the like weird, like, um, I guess she's been very flippant and sarcastic. I don't know. She's online. She hasn't been doing anything for like a millennia. She's she's online. She's just been shit posting for the last two years. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) She is just like the like most ruthless troll and this is 2017 so like you know like that like nothing really bad right but like she is just mm. really fucking with people right yeah yeah um, yeah she beats the shit out of castiel and pretty quickly doesn't doesn't boom him because she has a she has a hand boom ability but she does not employ that but she just beats the shit out of him um she pulls him up by his neck uh when the boys roll up at hat winchester's truck sam immediately jumps out Starts shooting her, which of course does nothing, but it gives Dean time to go out. He empties a whole ass clip into her. It's like Sammy. Yeah, yeah, uh, Sam. Like you have, you know, Sammy. Right? If <laughs> actually, if if you had just let your brother hand you the Colt before you dove out of the car, jeans first, maybe you could have ended this. Yeah, let Dean probably asked and was refused. Yeah, yeah. Sam empties a clip in this woman. It was like, Dean, I don't think your water broke. Sam, Dean's like, I don't. That's not what that is. That's not what that means, Sammy. <laughs> Stop trying to make water breaking happen. Um. 
Kessie, I was like, I've seen that movie too. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Dina aims for the Apollo. She disappears behind him. He does not shoot. Uh, so he's learned that lesson. But she mm-hmm. disappears behind him, kind of cracks his arm. Yeah, because if 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 he would have put that into Kelly, that yeah, would have been bad. One hundred percent. She does the she does the Van Damme moves on his arm. We can hear a little crack. Mm-hmm. She does a yeah. She shadow step, backstab, double whammy, breaks that arm. Mm-hmm. No sweat. Hamburger Rolo. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Um. So <laughs> she making up shit. She, so let's go. <laughs> she she snaps that that arm, and then she takes the gun. And the cult, and she destroys it in her hand. And she like it turns to like white hot fire and yep. disappears. Mm-hmm. She, um, she and man, it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks to see the cult destroyed. Um, but from a storytelling perspective, I mean, you take away their their ultimate weapon. Now you've left them in a in a much more dire situation. They don't have their get out of jail free card anymore. Even though it's always just getting knocked out of their hands or some yeah. bullshit or getting stolen or whatever. But just taking that piece off the board makes things a lot more difficult for the Winchesters. So from, from that perspective, it, it is cool. So if they already did this in season five yeah. when they lost they the lost cult, the cult so it. it's just, they brought it back just for them to lose it again. Eh, you know, I'm a, uh, I am totally okay with it being like 100% dead. Uh, I mean, they could just go back to the date, go back in time to the day before and then and cause more because yeah. you know they could just go back in time now right like they we've could, established that in thing. season 12 yeah. you fuck a time loop um our paradox but i i am i am okay with seeing this go because it's one less thing for the british men of letters to argue with them about like there was already some hap stuff of like we need to find the cult i can't believe mick gave them the cult and all this other bullshit so happy that this thing is gone mm-hmm. um of course sam and dean are extremely nervous um she castiel like gets up stumbles over to Kelly and tries to tell Kelly to run and Kelly's like no absolutely not we're going to stand here together and then grabs his and grabs Castiel's hand her eyes begin to glow that same golden glow that we saw earlier and this light starts going from her hand into Castiel uh and as Dagon comes over to use her her boom angel ability uh plus 2 to angels who are in a weakened mm-hmm, state mm-hmm. he grabs her hand and she's like wait a minute how are you doing I just, this? I just can't tell you how good it feels to have to see Castiel have a Super Saiyan moment. Yes. Where he is suddenly powered up and mm-hmm. is able to just stop stop the attack mid strike. God, it feels good. They've uh, they have we've had depowered Castiel for a long time. I am because at the end of this, he's all weird, <laughs> and I kind of love yeah. weird OP Castiel. Like it's one yeah, of my favorite. He just gets he just gets different. <laughs> yeah, for the for the non gamers at home, that means overpowered. Just in case. Mm-hmm. Right? In case there's any fake gamers mm-hmm. out there that needs to know. Yeah, I a lot of fake gamers. A lot of fake gamers out there. Uh, he burns her. She he says. Yeah. He, she says how he, he says, does. He does to her. Mm-hmm. He does to her what she did to the cult. Yes. Basically melts her down. Uh, kind of bad CGI here. I don't like this very much. Yeah. Um, they they used all the good stuff on the cult. <laughs> Harder to do on a human woman. And the Enochian Heaven Gate. Uh, yeah. Sam and Dean come over. Sam, excuse me, Castiel heals Dean real quick, which we haven't seen him do in a while. Sam's like, are you, I mean, like, I'm still Anything like, for I got me the flu. Or... And he's like, no. <laughs> he's yeah. got a weird, deep voice. It's very strange. <laughs> and Dean's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I can't wait to get, pillow get talk with that. Get out of here, girls. <laughs> get out of here, girls, he says to Sam and Kelly. Um, <laughs> Castiel says, uh, thank you for coming to fight for us. He says that it was, it was his power as well as the baby's power. And says that I have been so lost, but I'm not lost anymore. The child must be born with all of his powers. And as he turns around to leave, to leave them again, obviously Dean and, and Sam are upset and that don't really want to allow him to do that. 
uh, Castiel just boops them on the head and they both collapse. Um, listen, I've been, I've been a little bit frustrated seeing, you know, uh, a, a, a young teenage boy on the cover of magazines with Jared and Jensen, um, because it's just, you know, it just seems, it just seems weird to add in a new, uh, co-star to the show and be giving them the spotlight. But I, I mean, spoilers, this is essentially spoilers, but they've added some gravitas to the shit. Now it, with this episode, I kind of just bought in to a character being born and like become something because they they handle it in a way that I, I haven't seen. There's something about this that reminds me of when like they were doing like the um, like the demon children stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the psychic children or whatever, like where it just all felt like it all meant something. Now, even though we've been ignoring it and I hate Lucifer and I hope he stays gone forever, even though I know it's not going to happen. Um, it just, I don't know, it, it lent it, it lent it some weight here, and I kind of finally bought into this, like, plot line fully. Yeah, I'm, I'm into this. Like, this is, like, having this weird being um, be a question of free will, right? Like, kind of getting to mm-hmm. the core of what made Castiel interesting to begin with was this, like, rejection of God, but not necessarily rejection of God, but just God's stipulations for a plan um, to adopt what he sees in humans which was to the ability to have a choice to decide on something and to kind of extend that out into like this baby which is obviously born from evil um and and see if you could see if this baby's morality is natural i guess i don't mm-hmm. know if i'm really putting that together as, as well as i want i got you i got you but to, it, might, it makes sense yeah I like, I like, let this baby give this baby the chance to choose and kelly says at some point during this episode like not nothing is born evil and mm-hmm. i'm like and i'll look at her and i'm like have you seen the people that fly delta planes because you yeah. cannot tell me that cannot tell me but this baby is, um, is has the potential to be you know to bring the world you know, to kill the world. And I think Kelly responds to that at some point of like, it also has the potential to raise it up to help it stand. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. The gravitas is back quite a bit like this amount of power. Um, It's a weird pairing having Kelly and Castiel kind of this weird faith situation. I'm Mm -hmm. very curious where this is going to end up. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of all into this. I'm all in and, and maybe cut out my spoilers from before if you want, but um, yeah, I'm all in. And um, for now, at least, the very last thing that we that we see here, um, Kelly asks Castiel, "What what did the baby tell you?" Like when when they communicated when when she touched him, um, and Castiel says he showed me the future. And when Castiel says this, the camera cuts back to show Sam and Dean lying on the ground, and they look like they're dead. We know that they're not. But yeah. Castiel saying he showed me the future, and then to see the boys looking like they're dead, I was like, "What are you trying to tell me?" I obviously know that we're we've got three seasons to go, so nobody's dead right now. Um, but it was a kind of a oh shit moment for me there, where if I didn't know there was so much more supernatural, I would be a little bit concerned about what was happening. It's um, it, this is a this is a neat thing that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like I like it when they mess with uh, fate. Um, I like it mm-hmm. when they reject it and they adapted kind of the same i like it when they play with these core ideas so having castiel kind of convinced about something um even though he is you know team free will uh it means that it, it, it's just going to be interesting to see where it goes i guess i won't i won't speculate any past that but like i also just really enjoy kelly klein as a character like she's i thought she kind of got short shrift in some in some earlier episodes but she really got the opportunity to shine in this one um and yeah just enjoying it overall my man i thought this was a good excuse me I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. Um, 
super into it. I, it it's good to go from a, at least fun Monster of the Week episode and then into a full-on episode that we actually like. Obviously, I think that there's still a lot left of this season for them to unpack that we kind of really don't like. So I'm not going to hold my breath completely. Um, but it did. It, it was a nice refresher that, oh, wait, we actually did really like the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff going on that we really did enjoy. And just because there was a, you know, a stretch in the middle that seemed to really rub us the wrong way, that doesn't mean that Supernatural has lost the plot completely. Not at all. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, thank you for reaching out to us on various socials media and allowing and telling us how you like the podcast and DMing us that it's been helping you through hard times or whatever it is. We very much appreciate it. Um, shout out to Dean Demonic, um, who is like, I can't remember quite remember they're at, but they did a, we made a joke about suplexing skeletons and they did a whole photo shoot <laughs> because yeah. they are a Dean impersonator uh, and he suplexed a skeleton in a graveyard and it was the fucking awesomest thing. That's on our Twitter yep. somewhere. You can go yep. find that and follow him. Um, thank you to everybody leaving reviews. It's really, really appreciated. Thank you to the people at patreon.com slash monster of the week for supporting us directly. Chris, where are you at on Twitter nowadays? Do you, do you accept Me? new followers? Uh, yeah, I accept new followers at uh, Local Bones. Okay, and I'm at JT Greer, also accepting new and any followers. We will be back next week with Richard Spite Jr. directs. All right, well, he knocked it out of the park last time. He so. killed it, so I'm pretty excited. gentlemen we've landed in the cut houston is that you ladies and gentlemen we are approaching the cut clear skies i might want to start recording in the cut low low humidity in the cut today go bangles high humidity in my cut i can only keep up the bit so long because i haven't been on a plane since i was 10 so I um I've been on a plane recently, but I don't really recall if they entered the cut or not. Yeah, I don't think like I think I just have my headphones on now when the pilot is doing his thing. Like I never pay attention to what the pilot says. Who has time for pilot chat? You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck is gonna be listening to a pilot over here? Am I right? I don't I don't want anything to do with pilots. No offense, pilots. Uh, it's remarkable what you're able to do to soar metal object massive metal object through the sky it's actually uh, quite incredible it's the height of human invention but um i i'm not interested in you i don't know man most of that just seems like computers it just most of it seems like uh, sky computers yeah and um seems you know. like they're building off a lot of the the sh- like they're standing on some shoulders is all i'm saying you know what i'm, you know what I'm saying like yeah. it doesn't yeah, 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 yeah. like they, don't get me wrong like it's important or whatever but like <laughs> You know, they didn't do, have, do it first. <laughs> do we have beef with pilots now? Fuck pilots. I'll um, say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, one of my favorite villagers in Animal Crossing, um, a young man named Hamlet, He, I often dress him as a pilot. I've g- I gave him a pilot's uniform, and he just struts around the beach being all, being all chubby and just living his best life. He's not flying anywhere, though, and I think that's what makes it exciting. So you like to put this man, this mm-hmm. man bear... He's a hamster, so he, yes, a man, a man bear, a, a, a manster, if you will, mm-hmm. and some into some clothes that makes him think that he's going to be going on a trip 
mm-hmm. and then you lock him on the beach for a few or for, for I years mean, I don't, for his entire I don't life. lock him. I go up and I talk to him and he tells me he's he's running wind sprints and I say, buddy, I've never seen you move faster than a slow trot at mm-hmm. any point in time. So, um, you know, I don't know what your deal is, pal, but you're not getting on any goddamn planes. I think um, I think my it's just a distrust of pilots in general. I have it over here. Mm. I wouldn't want to dress up anybody I liked in a pirate pilot outfit. You know, <laughs> why? Because I don't like pilots. Because <laughs> you don't like pilots. Yeah, I love very, Autumn. Fair enough. Me and Autumn have right. a, a very deep and meaningful relationship. But if she came out here dressed up like a pilot, I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here! I got no time." Like, for this. what's yeah? What's what's going on here? <laughs> Since it goes against the contract. You said several yeah. things when we got married: love and respect and all of that. The rest was in Italian. I don't know what I agreed to. Yeah, but one of them involved pilots, and you were breaking that contract, that covenant, said, well, if you will. <laughs> Autumn actually flew the plane home, and you said never, never again. again, never again. This never, is the last time. Never going on this on vacation together again. Little did I know that 2020 would come along and prevent all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't um, want to. Um, I don't like talking about actual numbers on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know how in August we had our highest month ever, mm-hmm. which had been our our highest before that was January. Mm-hmm. Um, September was our highest month, our second highest month. Wow. We only missed wow. highest month by a number that I'm not going to put out up there because I feel That's weird about talking about it. By one. Metrics. It was one listen. It, you're, the, you listening mm-hmm. now, listener, it could have been you. You could have saved us. You know how sometimes you open your phone and you look at your podcast app and it's like, hey, we're not going to download any more episodes of this because you know you haven't listened to the last five? You change that mm-hmm. setting right now. Download mm-hmm. and keep forever is the button you're looking for. <laughs> Download yeah. every episode twice yeah. and keep forever. Those are those settings that you need to put on. If there. you need more storage space, buy a new phone. Buy a new phone. Monsterweek.cool slash refer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take you to the Apple refurb store. Do we have phone cases with our with like big kick sam on them yet? Yeah, we, I think so. Right, I think good, I think good, um, good, good. I don't know if I mentioned this to you and I may have and if I have like um, I'm doing the thing that me and Autumn do with our hands to make sure we tell each other that we're telling the same story twice, which you can't see. So, um, stop I've me. I've never I- seen your hands. In fact, <laughs> you've never seen my hands. That's why. That's why I still don't know what to do with them. You need to give me some more hands. Um, our t-shirt place. I was reading Twitter, and this t-shirt place that was like, actually, we're just going to take down all of the Antifa stuff because you know both sides, and you know they're terrorists uh-huh. or whatever. And I was I was reading, I was like, oh man, I think this is our T-shirt spot. Like now, oh, no. now oh, I'm going to no. have to go like remove Monster of the Week stuff, and like they have to find a new one. Redbubble banned us. They said we were fake. That really pissed mm-hmm. me off. So I can't go to mm-hmm. Redbubble. Um, but we're not fake. We've we're not recorded fake. We're 198 episodes. <laughs> I have 204 episodes on that that we have uploaded to our thing i don't know where those extra yeah. ones come from but uh, so uh but it turned out to be teespring and we are on t public gotcha so i do not have to uh take all of our merch down from the the anti antifa store mm-hmm. the anti anti-fascist store or, yes right right yes. huge fan of uh you know you know maybe maybe they're not huge fan of fascists but they're just not they don't want to go against them yeah <laughs> just in case it works out that way they're like mm-hmm. well you know we don't want to they're scrubbing their tweets basically right <laughs> Oh boy. oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. You know what I always say, Jeremy, my famous catchphrase. 
you you know it, right? Tell me what is what's my favorite. <laughs> oh, is that how this is working? <laughs> yeah, this is um. Oh yeah, catch me leaving, girls. <laughs> that's right, catch me leaving, girls. That's you know that's the famous local bones catchphrase, and mm-hmm. th- so that's what we say to T whatever. Which which site was it? Teespring. Yeah, uh, catch catch me later, girls. Hey hey, pilots out there that might be listening. Yeah. Catch you later, yep. girls. Find another supernatural later, podcast. <laughs> There's one pilot in the cockpit right now listening to us, <laughs> fifty thousand feet which, above sea level. Which right tells now. you all you need to know about pilots because if it was that important of a job. Could you listen to a podcast while you were doing it? No, right, no, right, exactly. Fucking surgeons aren't listening to Monster of the Week while they're operating on your heart. I mean, like maybe if it was surgeons, if you're out there at us, <laughs> yeah, please, like put down the scalpel, turn to your nurse. <laughs> please, I need you to at M O two W. Pass me the gauze. Here's the gauze. Pass me the Twitter client. <laughs> yes, Twitter please. Client. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming after pilots today, man. I'm pissed. Fucking enough is enough. Looking, look at all good in your uniforms. Fuck you. Speaking of uh, Antifa, I have a, a mm-hmm. quick. And this 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 oh, won't, sh- this won't go into politics. Sure. <laughs> um, I was talking with a coworker of mine, and he is one of the more reasonable coworkers I have when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. However, he is he is very firmly like um, both sides and every you know like he's he's a yeah, like whatever, a. a, a He's a middle class white dude living in the South. Like he's mm-hmm. not going to be fucking like fuck cops or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, he's like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just really happy that like a lot of this stuff just hasn't reached Louisiana. And like I live in a little bubble in my small town, and you know, my, none of my kids really understand or even talk about it. It never really touches them. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's good for your kids or whatever. Like I'm just kind of making conversation. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. The other day, um, we were at the ballpark because all of his kids play baseball, and they let kids select a song that plays in between games <laughs> and uh the oldest boy got to pick one but then later they're in, they're back at home like walking around the yard and the youngest kid says they wouldn't let me pick my song because i guess black lives matter now <laughs> and, what the fuck? And, and again this is like i don't know what what ages are right like i mean old enough yeah. to play shitty baseball or, or something uh-huh. i don't know what, the, what makes it like eight or ten or something yeah, um, i don't and this dude, my coworker, was like, "What is? You don't even know what, what, what song? Yeah, <laughs> like, what? What could this possibly be?" And it was just a rap song that the kid liked, but it happened to use the N word in it. So of course, like the uh, ballpark is uh, not going to allow you to yeah, blast yeah, yeah, that yeah. into the middle of fucking whatever parish they're in. I wonder what was the ex- the explanation that whoever gave this kid, not like, <laughs> hey, uses a word that you know maybe we're not. They just said, "Hey, hey, hey." Black Lives Matter now. Yeah, sorry, we can't kid. Be doing can't, this. We can't play maybe, the Barney maybe their heart song was in the right Black place. <laughs> maybe their heart was in the right place, but the message was just delivered poorly. Oh, it's probably like some fucking because po- all the sound system stuff that I've ever run across at these places is either like super young, like white nerds, or like old women that played the the harpsichord at churches. You know what I'm saying? So it's probably like a lady was like, "No, honey, it's Black Lives Matter. We can't play rap." Like it was one of those situations. <laughs> Yeah, that kid saying, "I'm sorry, I can't play my song because apparently Black Lives Matter now." is just very funny That's to me. Very funny. Um, I've been try. I've been trying to be less angry about um, you know, the both sides. Yeah, everything, <laughs> but like the both sides people. Um, because you know, I immediately I'm like, "You're you're bad faith bullshit. You just fucking you suck. You suck ass, and I hate you with all my heart." That it's like it's hard to walk around hating every person that you interact with in the real world. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to pump the brakes. I I, I walk like walk around like i'm anakin skywalker and mustafar half the time you know Uh, if if you're not with me then you're my enemy Mm -hmm, and only mm -hmm. a sith deals in absolutes man i can't be like that all the time siths and pilots um, you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) siths and pilots deal in absolutes so 
you know, I might not respect your opinions, but I'm going to try not to hate you as much. Not you, just, you know, the the, the royal you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, every, literally every other person in, that you know in real mm-hmm. life. Because um, it's not helpful. It's not helpful for my uneducated ass to just be angry. It's it's a weird I mean, situ- maybe it is. I don't know. It's a weird situation because, like, my office, when I used to go to my office, uh, it was just, they have a TV up. And for a long time after they put the TV up, it was just like, I would only be there in the morning. So it was like reruns of Friends and Mm -hmm. some Paul Blart show, right? Like Patton Oswalt is in every single one of those somehow. Like it's that thing. Um, And then now, of course, like over the last year, it's slowly but surely um, just morphed directly into Fox News all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just walked in and I was there relatively early. So I just picked up the remote and muted it because, like, I'm not going to listen to that shit while I'm trying to do work. I, can't, right. I don't know how right. anybody does that ever. Um, Absolutely. If insane. you listen to TV in the background, I don't understand who you are as a person. <laughs> like, TV should be watched <laughs> and then turn the fuck off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm talking to this dude, the same dude with the Black Lives Matter kid. Um, and we, we're, <laughs> we're having the conversation. And, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we, but we can't. You can't really say that in front of any points to two of our other coworkers who aren't there yet. He just points to their offices. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Absolutely. Like when I was here the other day, they just literally said uh, Black Lives Matter on the screen. Like somebody who just randomly said it, like it was like a newscaster who was like, yeah. you know, today and Black Lives Matter. And then like the other guy just turned and yelled, all lives matter back at the TV. Yeah. And those, I'm like, see, those are the Ooh. kind of people that I'd be I'd be comfortable um, assaulting. No, um, those people suck. Those yeah. those are not the both sides people who I'm trying to not hate with all my heart. Those are just. Sorry, I'm talking shit about your coworkers, but they sound like they oh, suck. it's okay. No worry. It's, most of them do. <laughs> I'm not going to assault anybody. Um, it just that fucking sucks. And I'm very fortunate that I live in a place where that's generally not tolerated openly. At least mm-hmm. I'm sure secretly everybody's you know clutching their pearls. Um, but openly, yeah, nobody nobody acts like that. It's um, it's it, it is a weird situation. Like the both sides people, because I've definitely got some like libertarian buddies. Who are who are on some like you know sick? <laughs> definitely on some you know Biden pinned the crime whatever. So you know, uh-huh. he, he's no more you know blah 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 than Trump is. And I'm like ah dude I can't I got no time for this at all. Like I have zero mm-hmm. time for you like trying to uh, find all of these hairs and then split them for Facebook. Something you know like- I walked into this conversation I didn't want to deal in absolutes Jeremy but I'm backtracking all of it. I'm backtracking all of it. <laughs> Fuck them. I can't do it. I, go, I tried. I tried to be the bigger man. I can't do it. I'm so Libertarians, mad. pilots, and what was the other one that we'd mentioned? Um, <laughs> I already people. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, re- I reversed. <laughs> I reversed. I hate them now. I just, I just, you know, and this is such a kind of a hack thing to talk about. Like, it just feels like before social media was so much of a better time. Like, it just feels like everybody mm-hmm. feels like they are engaging and a spirited political debate, if not like political change by yelling at their friends. Like, and I just, it's such a, like, you're not changing anybody's mind. You know, (laughs) Paul Blart, who I assume Mm -hmm. has a very Mm -hmm. active Facebook where he yells at his friend about Trump. Paul Blart's definitely like a Trump guy, right? Like that's happening. A lot of it has just become, I've picked a side. I'm going to yell about it. I'm not going to listen to anything that anybody says. Um, I'm going to, and rather than a lot of people, I mean, you keep saying, oh, I blocked my friends on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, m- maybe that friend sucked ass and maybe it was time for them to hit the road. If maybe, they, maybe he was a pilot. You don't know. You know, maybe he was a pilot and <laughs> you don't need that flying all over the goddamn place. Get back here. Get, get on the ground like the rest of us. <laughs> enough with the instrument panel selfies, Greg. Yeah. Come on, Greg. Um, <laughs> Nobody cares what but, your altimeter says. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it's no, it's not anybody's responsibility to try and make anybody else believe something right but um it is it is a shame that like 
the way that social media has has shifted our brains is there, there's um you know it's hard it's hard to talk to people and I, it's hard for me to talk to people i like completely disengaged with like the world at a certain point because i was like i fucking hate so much of of everything that's happening and it feels so helpless that i'm just i'm shutting off because i just i don't want to be a fountain of hate that just is like well fuck you dude go why don't you go fuck yourself because that's like all that flows into me anytime i see anything relatively red i'm like oh god i'm losing it i'm losing it that's not good that's not healthy that's not helpful to anybody to me or to that person or to any cause and then i look at twitter and it just seems like everybody's just screaming at each other it's just everyone's kind of full of shit because everyone's just angry at the other people they don't even care what they're arguing about half the time um, and like you don't need to like and i and, and look like i, I realize like twitter the twitter activism is a thing right like mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. and it's, i think there's a responsibility like that perhaps you and i have to talk about these kind of issues and the outtakes of our supernatural mm-hmm. podcast but like mm-hmm. you know when it comes up in conversation to be like no we're these kind of people like we we yeah. believe in yeah. this and this is serious for us but yeah. at the same time it's taken me a long time to realize like that just because i have x amount of followers on twitter doesn't necessarily mean that i have a fucking platform that i need to right. like pos- right. like so i have stopped almost entirely like posting shit on political shit on twitter because mm-hmm. it was literally making me unhappy and i, re- I actually like I was going to post uh, like something about Hades the other day of like how much I was having fun with it. And I stopped myself because I opened Twitter and like everybody was talking about the debate and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, well this will just get like, nobody wants to read this. Like everyone's fo-. And I was like, I, like I need probably need to like look at and we'll see what people are talking about. That best. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I came here yeah. to post a fun thing that I was doing. Yeah. And now I'm like trapped in this weird guilt cycle. Like what the fuck is this? Yeah. So, and it's so anyway. weird. I don't know when my brain shifted, but I was like, anything that we're saying to anybody, on on the right and all these twitter arguments it's like these people are just laughing at us the same way that we laugh at them or the same that we would get mad at them or we we think that they're ridiculous and like how can you possibly believe that they just think the exact same shit about us 100 so it's like what are we doing why why like we do we think that we're like oh owned you on that one got you it's like they're just like lol like sending it to their friends making fun of like it's everybody's just so jaded and so fucked up or maybe that's just the way that i'm seeing it now that i just i want their you know I'm not telling anybody to stop doing anything. That's not well. You know. Pilots can you know stop doing. I mean, anything. pilots <laughs> land it, buddy. Bring <laughs> let's land it. Get get it down on the ground already. <laughs> let's Jesus land Christ. it. Um, I, no, uh, I'm not. And I'm not trying to like say, oh, enough with the Twitter stuff. Like that's re- literally not it. I'm just I'm just observing it, and it's making me feel a certain way at a certain point that I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to fight the hopelessness, um, and it's hard. It is extremely difficult. And, you know, I, I have learned a lot from Twitter. Like, Twitter has opened up eyes to causes and to problems yeah, that I wouldn't for normally sure, have seen. For sure. So, like, there's a, there's, a, there's a part of this. But, like, also, I learned a while ago that my best position to, in which to place myself when it comes to a lot of social arguments is the shut the fuck up position. Mm-hmm. Because I can learn so much more just by shutting my fucking mouth and not engaging or commenting or anything, which is why I very seldom do it. And even then, like, even now I've stopped doing a lot of that because I don't fucking know, man. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. the answers. Like, I'm trying my I don't best, have the answers. but I, you know, so it's, and I feel like that's the thing that social media does the least is allow us this a capacity to just shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's driving everybody to have everything out there immediately. And it's just I'm, exhausting. I'm glad that you said that because it, it is a good reminder that sometimes, especially last four years, it feels like there's been so much noise that, that after a while it starts to get drowned out regardless of what's being said um it is a good reminder that it wasn't always that way and that actually by all these people making all of this noise like you i've learned so much about so many different things that i never would have learned if it weren't for people making noise so you know 
maybe it is a good thing. Maybe some of the arguing, some of the fighting, some of the constant pressure, it is actually a very good thing. Even if it's not getting through to the other side, it's taught me a lot. It's taught probably a lot of other people like me a lot who would probably just be spending their time playing video games and not knowing what's going on in the world. Um, but because they've engaged with all these other people who are engaged in other things, suddenly that is spreading a message. It's informing people. Um, so I guess that, you know, try, try to look at the positive side here. <laughs> when you're when you're browsing through all these hashtags, try to look at the positive situation. Mm-hmm. I um I saw it uh, like a conversation between two people I follow on Twitter that neither one of which know me. Um, but one person was like, oh, yeah, I like this band. And the other person was like wow, this is weird. I would have never pegged you as a person that would like that band. Like in my days, I traveled all over Texas and I pro- that's probably the band I've seen the most in concert. They're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The other person responded, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm from New Jersey. Like we, mm-hmm. all we had was screamo music. So, you know, that I was read fun. That thread. I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's random to video game guys, but um, like it was just, in, I think, I think it was Austin Walker who responded with mm-hmm. the New Jersey thing of like, yeah, this is like a classic example of what like old Twitter used to be where he would find out fun things about the people mm-hmm. that you kind of know and not mm-hmm. just like find out horrible things about the people that you kind of <laughs> and do know yeah so. yeah this turned into a this turned from a real fun conversation about dunking on pilots to a, a weird political situation i don't know yeah. i guess i just have a lot of this in me today um yeah same it's weird though because i'm I, I feel like i was sounding like i was both sides to get the middle there not at all what i was trying to do i was just trying to produce less hate in my own body and my own brain um, because you know when you're when you're hate clicking through stuff, mm. that's never good. I'm doing a lot of hate clicks, you know, going through going to somebody's profile, seeing all their shitty takes, and just get mad about it. You're yeah, like, dude. what am I doing? I, I, I gotta, I, <laughs> I gotta stop. I tell Autumn all the time, and I'm like, because she, she's like looking at the comments, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just making yourself mad? Like you're just gonna yep. get mad at whatever they say in there, whatever it is. Like it's just gonna be. I just, I'm just trying to feel something. <laughs> But man, like drama's addictive though. You wanna, mm-hmm. you wanna see what happens. You wanna see what's mm-hmm. up in there. I uh I saw some bad takes in a comment thread for someone a friend of mine on Facebook. Another mutual friend was saying some stuff and like, you know how it just surfaces the whole thing? Well, you don't because you mm-hmm. don't use Facebook, but it just showed me the comment, right? Like not the not the first thing that like, right, triggered right. the comment. So I was I read it and I was like I'm just going to put the phone down. Like, and I did, like, yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah. why am I looking at social media at all? I could just be reading a book. I could be going into a world that I don't understand in the way of keys because that book <laughs> is incredibly difficult to get into. So, yeah, it's tough. That's a tough book. It's a tough situation we live in. Um, I read, you don't want to 14,000 tra- pages of the wheel of time and the t- amount of time it's taken me to read yeah, four chapters insane. of way of Kings. That's insane. Um, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to turn it off, but sometimes it's, we, we have to monitor the way that we engage with stuff. I've definitely, uh, by the way that I am monitoring my engagement is by not engaging a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. but, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a discussion. Hey, we talked about it. Um, what was the, what was the catchphrase? We're out here, girls. Uh, <laughs> Get hey, out of here, girl. Catch, ca- uh, catch me, what, catch me girls or something like that. <laughs> catch I'm, me if I'm you leaving. can, girls. <laughs> catch me if you can, girls. <laughs> Later, girls. We're going to talk about Supernatural. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, I don't think I've been playing any video games since we last recorded because it's been two days. So. Yeah, and we're 21 um, minutes into this conversation about depression, so we can just talk about Supernatural. Let's talk about Supernatural. <laughs> Hold on, let me text Jess. I forgot to tell her I was recording. Probably like, why is he responding? I watched a uh, British reality show um called taskmaster i've been watching a lot of that it's really really funny really really fun mm. i don't know any of the celebrities which i think makes it twice as fun because i don't know who these people are um but this real obnoxious kid who does like puppets and stuff and keeps getting real pedantic about like what's what the definition of fun is or something um 
he just made a stray comment that and he said uh boots and cats and everybody looked at him like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like boots and cats that's how you that's how you start to have to learn how to beatbox like boots and cats boots and cats boots and cats boots and cats what the fuck and it's so ever since he said that i don't know what weird fucking piece of knowledge died in my head where this just was like oh hey look an empty house in jeremy's brain no rent i'm just gonna stay here so now i've kind of found found myself going i think a lot of stupid shit a lot of the time Um, doesn't doesn't touch boots and cats though (laughs) there is a uh there's a there's a i think it's a tiktok video where this girl just opens up her copy of twilight this is before jess and i like rewatched the movies or whatever i think it was this tiktok that reinitiated everything she opens up her copy of twilight and just reads all of the times that it says edward chuckled <laughs> and the way she'll just read he chuckled over and over again through this and it's got one of those wacky tiktok voice filters on it jess and i for some reason it just killed us and now like every time anybody chuckles it's just in my head just i hear he chuckled like in this in this girl's wacky voice it's it's the dumbest shit ever and it it lives in my brain all the time that's my brain worm i can't i'm i'm (laughs) avoiding like my hate clicks on twitter but meanwhile i have a brain worm of this tiktok video let's talk about supernatural okay he chuckled 